0: Thank you all so much for the opportunity to to share our work with you. Um, Luke 311 Ministries is a family ministry founded right here in Marion, Ohio, and we are committed to showing God's love to the world. And I have um, with me today my husband, Brock. He's, um, for his paying job, he's an electrician at Silver Line. And my paying job is at the Department of Education for the state of Ohio. And we also have my best friend Sandy and her son Alex. And Alex is back here. He's gonna pass out some cards for us that um, have some information that I'll refer to when, when I'm talking here in a few minutes. But they are also the drivers of truck number two. So um, <laughs> I, I brought two of our driving teams with us, but Sandy is um, the very best friend God could have given me even though I didn't ask. It, it, what a gift that she's been to me. She's been a sidekick from day one from this um, this entire thing. So first I want to say something about um, Luke Three Eleven 11 ministries. Uh, we are dedicated To reducing poverty through any means possible including but not limited to distributing no-cost laundry soap and peanut butter jelly sandwiches. Um, Many of us may not realize the grave disparities that exist in our own communities. Um, People face hunger in every county in Ohio but 17% of Marion residents live in poverty and that's 5% higher than the average in Ohio. Um, you may not know that Marion has a homeless population that lives in tents or cars. Um, also makeshift shelters that aren't even tents, just under tarps and things. Uh, and according to feedingamerica.org, one in six Ohio children face hunger constantly. So um, that is why we do what we do. We currently have two projects, lumpy loads of laundry, and the peanut butter jelly truck, and sometimes people say, "Well, why don't you just call yourselves the Peanut Butter Jelly Truck?" Um, so let me explain why we call ourselves Luke 3:11 Ministries. In the Bible, some people had asked John the Baptist how to be a Christian, and in Luke 3:11, John answered, "Anyone who has two shirts should share with one who has none, and anyone who has food should do the same." So this verse really spoke to us, and it, it birthed our two projects: lumpy loads of laundry and the Peanut Butter Jelly Truck. Uh, When you're giving to Christ, um, or when you're giving to others, you're really giving to Christ, right? I want to remind you of Matthew 25, um, in verses 34 through 40. I'm going to read it because I don't want to paraphrase and get it wrong. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, my father has blessed you. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the creation of the world. I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you took me into your home. I needed clothes, and you gave me something to wear. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then the people who have God's approval will reply to him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or see you thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you as a stranger and take you into our homes or see you in need of clothes or give you something to wear? When did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, I can guarantee this truth. Whatever you did for one of my brothers or sisters, no matter how unimportant they seemed, you did for me. The Bible says this is important elsewhere too. I have a few Bible verses I wanna share. They're very brief. Um, Isaiah 58, seven says, share your food with the hungry and give shelter to the homeless. Give clothes to those who need them and do not hide from relatives who need your help. And Ezekiel 18, seven says, "He is a merciful creditor, not keeping the items given as security by poor debtors. He does not rob the poor, but instead gives food to the hungry and provides clothes for the needy. And we believe that true faith in Christ will result in good deeds, like in James 2:15 through 17. Suppose a brother or sister does not have any clothes or daily food, and one of you tells them, go in peace, stay warm and eat heartily. If you do not provide for their bodily needs, what good does it do? And in the same way, faith by itself does not prove itself with actions is dead. So we just want to honor God. Um, Proverbs 14:31 says whoever oppresses the poor insults his maker, but whoever is kind to the needy honors him. So that's why we've chosen Luke 311 as our mission. And now let me introduce our projects. Um, Lumpy Loads of Laundry was established in February of 2019. And what we do is collect empty laundry detergent jugs and refill them with homemade laundry detergent and distribute them for free to Marion's Needy. The organizations we donate this through are the Homeless Shelter, Leapin' Ministries, Salvation Army, Turning Point, the Humane Society, um, Breaking Bread Food Pantry, Bee Ministries, um, Community Action, and more. And the team leader of this project is a young woman named Kayla. And she produces the detergent, refills the containers, adds the label and delivers them with the help of her parents. And in 2021 she distributed 500 jugs and in, so far this year she's already distributed 200 jugs. So we collect and recycle a lot of empty laundry detergent containers. She's a rock star. Um, so we do collect those. We um, we have uh, we have churches who collect these for us now. So I don't have to dumpster dive anymore, which is a great relief to my teenage daughter, who was always just mortified <laughs> that I was doing that while waiting to pick her up from practice and things. So um, so that's lumpy loads of laundry. Um, and before I talk about the peanut butter or jelly trucks, I want to talk for just a minute about Jesus miracles. Um, aside from the resurrection, the story of Jesus feeding the five thousand. Is the only miracle that is recorded in all four Gospels. Um, Obviously the Gospel writers considered this a very significant miracle, but did you know that in Mark 8, 1 through 9 he did it again. There are two, there are differences in the two events, Um, 4,000 instead of 5,000, seven loaves instead of five, a few fish instead of specifically two, And I just want to point out that Jesus felt it was important to feed people, right? So important that he did it two different times that were recorded. And he collected supplies from the people to do it. So that's why we do this because we want to be like Jesus. Um, So the peanut butter jelly truck was established. If we could go to the next slide. I have some cool pictures for you. Uh, In October of 2019, so this is right before the pandemic hit. And our family bought an antique ice cream truck, and you can see it's the red red one pictured there, um, to facilitate the distribution of free peanut butter jelly lunches to the northeast quarter of Marion, because that's where we live. And it quickly grew just from a family project. Um, Then my best friend jumped in, and then the whole community jumped in and started working together to refurbish the truck and stock it with entire lunches instead of just sandwiches. So our model is to drive around like an ice cream truck. We play the Buckwheat Boys' Peanut Butter Jelly Time song, and (laughs) when someone approaches us, we hand them a free lunch. So uh, uh, Sandy and Brock each drive one of the trucks. Alex and I sit in the back, and when Sandy and Brock see someone waving them down or chasing us or running out in the street, they stop, stop right there in the street, Alex or I or one of our other partners reaches out the window with the lunch. The kids grab it, run right back inside. Um, Or six, they grab six, or four, or however many people are in their house that they're feeding. So that's how um, it works. we feed pedestrians, we feed children playing, um, families who come out of their cars or homes, homeless, and when we get rained out, then we take the sandwiches to Bee Ministries, which is a resource and warming center located where the old YMCA building was. Um, so when the pandemic shut down the world in the spring of 2000, we decided that we needed to start running every day. Um, that's because a lot of our kids were used to getting breakfast, lunch, and sometimes even dinner at school. And refrigerators just were not stocked to be prepared for all of these extra meals. So we thought, well, we need to start running every day. Um, my daughter and I were making sandwiches like crazy, and we decided we have to um, we have to do something. We we need help. So we started an online scheduler for sandwich making, and that is what um, that that's what brought the whole community in. So. Um, Once we started the sandwich making website and we realized that we had the manpower to make more sandwiches we decided to raise funds to get a second truck. So we were hoping at the end of 2020 we could have a second truck on the road. So we won a grant, um, we accepted gifts and we did a little GoFundMe and we wound up with the funding to get not one but two more trucks on the road by the end of 2020. So God saw a need, the community pitched in. And um, now we have three trucks running at the at the same time. Um, on this slide, you can oops, if we could go back a little bit to yeah, that one. So there you can see that's truck one. It's a red antique 1978 truck. And uh, truck two at that CD and Alex Drive is a white box truck. And then truck three is a, a gray minivan. Um, And each team of peanut butter jelly truck drivers focuses on a different area of town so that we can build relationships with the people um, and get to know where the needs are. Um, We run around 4 p.m. every day. Uh, That's what time, we call it peanut butter jelly time. (laughs) So um, if we could go to the next slide. We use the Surprise mobile delivery model for several reasons. Um, First, we don't want to supplant the available resources that are already out there. So we continue to encourage our friends to access the existing programs um, to the fullest extent. But more importantly, I want to share Luke 14.13 with you. Um, When you give a feast, invite the poor, the maimed, the lame, and the blind. So when we extend an invitation, we generally do so with the hope and the expectation that the recipient will attend, right? Um, Because what does it really look like? when we invite the poor, the maimed, the lame, and the blind to our feasts when many don't have transportation or the clothing or the organized lifestyle and planning needed to take advantage of the food pantries and community meals. Um, So truly setting a place for them and expecting them to come really actually looks like us taking the table to them in this case. So um, especially during the pandemic, taking the feast to the needy seems to be the best way to invite the poor, the lame, the blind, to the feast. So let's talk about how our operations work. Um, The sandwiches for the meals are all made by volunteers. The volunteers come to our headquarters and pick up a Rubbermaid kit. Um, The kit contains peanut butter, jelly, baggies, masks, food safety gloves, and nets, those kinds of things. And then they purchase six loaves of bread close to their day. So that it's nice and fresh and they assemble the sandwiches for the evening's run. They put them back in the Rubbermaid tote and then they drop them back off ready to go for that night's run. Um, The volunteers sign up through links that are available both on Facebook and on our website and because the system is entirely no contact it's very convenient for our volunteers to fit time into their for our community into their lives. They can do each step of the process as their own time allows, so they can come pick up their kid a week beforehand if they want to, Um, buy their bread the day before, then make their sandwiches and and drop them off that night. They can do it all on their own schedule. So we benefit from volunteers who have time to donate um, outside of typical nonprofit business hours. Excuse me. We do have some regulars who sign up often, including a lot of individuals, um, nursing homes, oops. Uh, I forgot to point out on a slide if you put you don't have to go back, but there was a picture of a nursing home assembling Sandwiches and oh there. Thank you. There it is. That is Kingston, but we have several nursing homes who do that Who do this and sometimes Kingston makes cookies for our kids and they'll put them in individual baggies and put stickers on the bags or they will decorate applesauces for a holiday um, It's super fun to have them involved. Um, We have several hospital wings, cub scouts, um, some church groups, high school sports teams, several high school groups, and some ladies groups. And we also sign paperwork for those doing community service through the courts. And we often hear stories about how families use this opportunity to teach their children about volunteerism. So let me tell you about our daily need. Um, We are currently running nine routes a week so our driving teams consist of myself and Brock we drive the red truck Sandy and Alex drive the white truck and then Pete and Judy Stambezi and Peggy Bond and Tim Manti all share the gray truck together so we do have funding available to ensure several more driving teams so if anyone would want to commit to a, a specific night a week that they would like to drive around and listen to the same song over and over for <laughs> about 50 minutes <laughs> we would love to take you out for a ride-along it one of our trucks has one seat so we can't take a team of people out together we can only take one because there are no seats <clears throat> for passengers in the antique ice cream truck or the box truck but the minivan does have a passenger seat up front so if anyone is interested and taking a day a week and would like to come out for a ride along and see what it consists of we would love to talk to you about that Um, our time is kind of flexible so it's sometime between when school lets out and when it gets dark um, and just never in the rain or when conditions would make it um, unsafe for kids to be chasing us down so um, let me know if anyone else is interested in taking um, a ride along But besides volunteers, our other main need is supplies. So this is the need for just one route. And as you can see, that's a lot. We go through it pretty fast. Um, So let me tell you how we are supplied. So this year, if we could go to the next slide, um, we held a little fundraiser in March. For the first time, that was pretty successful. But for the most part, we asked for in-kind gifts. our amazing community just makes sure that we stay on there at any time I say we need more applesauce or we need more yogurt or whatever we need. People seem to respond really well to requests like that. Um, our main way of stockpiling is having groups such as churches, hospitals or banks still have collection drives um, to collect items for us. And then we also have a donation box at our headquarters. And we have an Amazon wish list, which is a really easy way. For people to donate items because they can just go in and choose if they want to buy peanut butter or if they want to buy baggies or what and then it gets shipped straight to our house so um, the only thing our current donation system doesn't provide is the yogurt tubes and those are pretty hard to stock up and store in advance Um, we freeze them but we only have so much freezer space at this point so we do write some grants and accept gifts to cover the purchase of yogurt and the cost to keep the trucks insured and on the road and maintained. Um, but we are so grateful that the Lord has not only provided but allowed us to continue to grow. So, <clears throat> thanks to the combined efforts of Marion's most generous hearts last year, if we could go to the next slide, um, we served 475 batches of sandwiches, which um, means 28,500 sandwiches. Uh, so, those went to Individuals living in tents, cars, homes, playing in parks and yards, um, pedestrians, or anyone just needing a kind word and a balanced meal. So that's our program. Um, We are really proud to get to facilitate everyone's combined efforts um, to help our community these past past few years. And thank you so much for having us today. Father, just as a church family, we just want to lift up uh, the Parkers and their entire team, Father, and just what you've laid on their heart, what they continue, Father, to seek after, and just let you move, Father, and let you have your way with the efforts that you've put on their hearts. And so I pray, Father, that you continue to uh, to be with the, the home ministries, the ministries within the communities, the ministries within the mission fields of their uh, paid jobs, Father, and just uh, continue to build testimonies, Father. We know that we won't really know everything you do until we get home uh, with you, but we just pray that you have uh, the the glory that your kingdom is built and that uh, Christ has seen in their efforts. Uh, we thank you, Father, that we can partner in, in this, this small way, but that, that we can collectively be able to reach out to our community together. And we pray this in your son's precious name, amen. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you, Amen. You. Thanks, Emily.